is your biggest irrational fear? How can we get past our fears and live our lives? Tonight, I encourage you to jump out of the plane. Clutch on see a pair of shoots on this episode of Clutch by the Real Girlfriends Across America, powered by Building Rome. You're listening to Clutch by the Real Girlfriends Across America, powered by Building Rome. The content that you're about to hear are the opinions and views of the show hosts and guests and does not represent the views or opinions of Clutch by RGAA or its affiliates and sponsors. By listening to this podcast, you agree not to use any information given as medical advice to treat any medical conditions in either yourself or others. Consult your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having. Our podcast is intended for entertainment purposes only. By RGAA, powered by Building Rome. Well, hello everyone. Welcome to the RGAA Clutch Podcast. I'm your host tonight, Annie. We are powered by Building Rome. RGAA, Real Girlfriends Across America, is a company that has a foundation and mission to build lifelong friendships with women across the globe. We broadcast Sunday through Thursday, 6 p.m. Pacific time and 9 p.m. Eastern. We always want to hear from you, and we are always looking for fresh topics to discuss. Now, tonight we have Corinne, Kelly, Alexis, and Kay on the line, and I'm going to continue my month-long, well, on Tuesdays, uh, topic of fears. So tonight I, I labeled this as jump out of a plane because I like to encourage people to um, to fight against those fears that are irrational in a sense, at least irrational to your being and your, your welfare. Um so I wanted to start out and talk about some of the physiological effects of fear. Um, so fear actually can do physical damage to your body. It weakens the immune system. It can cause cardiovascular damage, gastrointestinal problems, such as ulcers and IBS, which is irritable bowel syndrome. And it can also it can actually affect your fertility, which I was actually surprised to learn. Um, it can lead to accelerated aging, which we don't want to, well, none of that, because I know that I've been buying creams to try to get these bags from underneath my eyes. I don't know about you ladies. Um, but it can also um, lead to premature death. So I guess technically you could be scared to death. Um, but, you know, but I guess we're, tonight we're going to talk a little bit about those different kinds of fears, you know. Um, so there's different levels of fear. I mean, we can talk about when you're watching a scary movie, I remember watching Jurassic when it came out in the movie theater. So let me age myself as usual. And one of those dinosaurs jumped out and I'm kind of afraid of that. I'm not afraid of blood and gore, but I'm afraid of uh, the jumping out in the, in the surprise uh, stuff like that. That's what will make me jump. Um, so Kay, I want to know from you, what is, what is, what is it that makes you jump or makes you scared? Um, I have a fear of falling. Uh, and I know it's not a fear of heights because when I'm walking on the street, those grates in the ground, like I can't walk on them. <laughs> like I know it's irrational, but I just, I have this fear of falling. So, yeah. Right. But see, you know, that's not exactly an irrational fear. I fell 12 feet a couple of years ago and broke my back. So, you know, caution, caution is uh, better than not preparing at all. So Alexis, how about you? I really have fears anymore, to be quite honest. 
Um, oh, I know. I don't. I have a fear of being by myself for a long period of time. Like, for example, I can be home by myself during the day if I know that my sister or someone is going to come home. But when my sister goes on vacation, I don't like to sleep at night. So I sleep during the day and I stay up all night. So I don't like being home yeah. by myself. That's crazy, though, because there's so many different levels of, of what fear can be, and it means something different to everybody. Um, you know, how about you, Corinne? What what are you afraid of? I guess I have a, a fear of heights. Um, it, it's like I can go on, like, an amusement ride and be fine, but, like, let's say if I was to go in, like, an elevator that was, like, glass, I couldn't look down because yeah. it kind of frightens me. Right. Well, you know, it's funny because um, I think I think possibly at some point most people probably have a little bit of fear of height, right? Because, like, when we're younger and you see a ladder or you go, you know, you see people up on a roof and you want to do that, but then you have that intimidation and it just depends on the level of intimidation. And for the most part, I wonder how much uh, previous experience or what we've seen in our lives has to do with our level of fear of something like height. Um, I worked in construction. I was on roofs all the time. And, you know, I was, though, afraid of of, uh, of actually jumping out of a plane. And for a long time, I was like, I would never do that, you know. And um, and I don't know why I was afraid of that. I have a fear of motorcycles just because I've had quite a few friends being either um, end up dying or been uh, incapacitated for a long time or for their entire lives because of motorcycle accidents. So I just stay away from them. So, Kelly, how about you, girl? What what are you afraid of? Yeah, um, I agree. Um, I am not necessarily afraid of anything, but I, since I perceive into the future and I pay a lot of attention, motorcycles is definitely um, a gear I stay away from. It's not something that I care to. So, motorcycles, I'm not fearing it. I just personally do not want one. So, I guess it's not really considered a fear. Yeah. Well, it's, but, you know, it's um, funny, too, because we talk about – oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just saying we talk about fears in it, whether they're not or not they're irrational. I was, I've was i always not been a very big fan of clowns. Um, I just think that anybody that dresses up and hits all that makeup on to play with children it might not be a good person. Um, and then, you know, whatever that serial killer name, was it Ed Gein or John Wayne Gacy – who, who dressed up as a clown. And then you guys remember a couple of years ago when all the clowns were coming out of the woods and robbing people or whatever they were doing. Ooh. That's pretty scary. <laughs> that's a, that's an ugly place. Where, where is that place? Where did the clowns come out robbing people? Where's that? No, I not ever even heard about that. Oh, my God. Yeah, there was a couple of years ago. I don't remember when exactly, but, gosh, I wish Tawanda was on the line because she'd have all the information for us within, like, five minutes. Where but, was that? Where uh, did that happen? There was quite a lot of places. I'm pretty sure it was – I feel like I feel like if I'm remembering correctly, it might have been in Northwest or Northeastern. Um, yes. But, yeah, there were a bunch of people this dressing up as clowns. Oh, my God. Yeah. Does nobody remember this? Yeah, I remember. No, I remember that, Annie. Okay. I'm like, did I make this up in my head? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, think it was I hope not. Oh, that's such an ugly day. I'm so sorry. I feel bad oh, yeah. that you so, guys heard about that. So, 
Oh, but hey, girl, you know what though? It literally just made me feel like I was justified in my in my what I thought was a rational fear of clowns. I I was justified in the fact that I was afraid of clowns at that point. So, anyway. Um, oh wow, that's wicked horrible. <laughs> yeah. So the next thing I want to talk about is a little bit more serious, obviously, because sometimes we can have fears instilled in us on the on the surroundings, our situations, and and what we are involved in in life at the time, whether it be from you know fear of going to work because you're not living up to what you think your potential is or maybe you are getting sexually harassed at work or if you're in a relationship where there's domestic violence or abuse involved um so this is a much deeper level of fear either of another person or of your situation and what's crazy to me is that i know that when i was in an abusive relationship more than once uh I was always afraid of, of having to leave and be on my own at that point, you know? Um, so I want to hear from you ladies, if you, you know, what kind of situations you've been in relating to something a little bit more anxiety ridden and your situational fears and, and what you did to get out of it. So who wants to start? Hmm. Or, or I'm going to call on Kay. Situational fears? Uh, I can't, I can't think of any. I, I do get nervous, like, okay, so this is going to sound, well, I don't know if it'll sound funny or weird, but, like, if I go to other people's houses, like, you know, some people like to have, like, really clean, streamlined houses. I have a couple friends who are like super obsessive neat. So they only have like exactly what they need in their refrigerators and nothing else. And I don't know why, but that like stresses me out. Like it legit makes me anxious. Like, can I go buy you some food? (laughs) Like just to make myself feel better. (laughs) (laughs) But no, but you know, that's what I mean. Like how, how many different kinds of fear there fears there are and what, you know, how much it can control our lives. I don't think people are aware really, um, you know, I, I've always, I talk about this all the time. I was really blessed to be a military brat. So I got to move around a lot and I, I was forced into situations that were very uncomfortable and I was afraid of, um, you know, and, and I just got used to just having to make new friends and, and meet new people. And of course me, I became an overachiever, you know? Um, but I mean, I've met people who never have left the hometown they were born in, um, and, and part of that, I believe, in my opinion, is that, that they're afraid of what's out there or they're afraid to leave their family or they're afraid of, you know, not getting a good enough job. Um, Kelly, what do you got to say about this? I do not have anything to really share as far as um, situational fear. Um, I really do not. I cannot think of anything. I'm, I am, like I mentioned in one of your previous shows, when you questioned about uh, perception, um, perception yeah. allows you to avoid uh, conflict of safety, which would, of course, um, trigger fear. But Once you're there, you're going to be in trouble. Like has it always been like that for you? I mean, and yes. if it has, then how, yes. how are you different like that? Like, what did you experience that made you different like that? Because, I mean, I know I had things happen to me when I was 14 years old that I wasn't aware could happen, and it wasn't a good situation, and now I've grown a lot from that, and I don't regret any of that. But if it wouldn't have been for that situation, you know, I wouldn't be the person I am today. I get that. 
However, I'm curious mm-hmm. if you've always that instilled in you. Was that taught to you? Did you see shit happen around you? No, I was born like that. I was born able with an ability to just perceive and see things. I, I, so I do not get into where there's fear because if there's going to be a problem there, chances are I'm not going there and I'll tell my friends not to go and my friends' friends and that's it. It's done. <laughs> like, for example, oh. I have not heard about these clowns. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty scary. <laughs> I'm unhappy Wanda, about that, but I'm yeah, that's, that's bad. You look up, Tawanda, can you look up the clowns that were terrorizing people? Because I know I was just verified by Corinne that it did happen. And I'm sure if you can look it up for me, that would be awesome because I know it happened and I need people to be aware that clowns are not always good people. <laughs> yeah, you got me a little scared wow. by this clown situation yeah. because um, yeah, me too. I Googled it. <laughs> it says John Wayne Gacy um, is an American serial killer and sex offender known as the killer clown who assaulted and murdered at least 33 young men and boys. Gacy regularly performed at the Children's Hospital and charitable events as Pogo the Clown or Patches the Clown. He was born in 1942 in Chicago. He actually died, thank God, in 1994 over in prison. Um, He was married twice. Yeah, that's crazy. There's a lot of ads about killer clowns. Right, and I just saw a link just now that in 2016, um, clowns were robbing people, like you said. Sinister clowns are scaring people in multiple states. That, that's not, that's not a very nice thing to do. Like, why destroy every kid's, you know, happy place? I found it. I got to share this because I found it because I really, I feel like this is such a justification because people always made fun of me for being afraid of them. So the 2016 clown sightings were reports of people disguised as evil clowns in incongruous settings such as near forests and schools. They were reported in United States, Canada, and subsequently in other countries and territories from August 2016. They first started in Green Bay, Wisconsin, in what turned out to be a marketing stunt for a horror film, but it later spread to other cities, most notably South Carolina, where a nine-year-old boy told his mother that two males dressed as clowns tried to lure him into the woods. So clown sightings and attacks had been reported in U.S. states, nine out of 13 provinces and territories of Canada, and 18 other countries. So, yeah, there was that whole year that, that there was a bunch of people, like, it was kind of a thing. I guess I just paid a lot of attention because that's one of my fears, but it's kind of funny that people don't that aren't afraid of that didn't it? They never even heard of it. <laughs> mm. So let's move on from the clown. <laughs> Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Alexis, are you out there? Yes. What would you like to share on our topic so far? About being in a situation where I had anxiety? Yeah, either like a sudden onset of fear. So, um, you know, I know a lot of women out there, we talk, you know, we, we do kind of put our, ourselves out to the women out there to try to help them. And so a lot of us have been in uh, in situations where it became really serious, like um, situations of, of rape or assault or many, many other things that we could list. So, 
anything from that to just walking down the street at the wrong time and uh, you got a little scared? Um, to be really honest, like Wanda called me out the last time she hosted, uh, the last time we were on here on Friday, I'm a chicken. I don't like to put myself in situations where it could turn dangerous. I'm a control freak. So I don't like to put myself in situations where I don't know the ending results. So the, to be really honest, as an adult, I make my own choices. So I pretty much don't put myself in situations where things can turn dangerous and such like that. So I will say this. I do not. I have a thing about public speaking and or um, giving presentations and or even worse, when I was a teen, I had choir. My teacher, one year, decided to sign me up for auditions and didn't tell me, right? So I'm la I'm la all happy, right? Like, so positive. And then all of a sudden... Somebody in, or somebody in my class was like, Alexis, did you practice yet? Practice for what? Right? what? I don't need to practice for anything. She was like, oh, um, did you not put your name on the audition sheet? What audition sheet? Right? <laughs> and my teacher was like, oh, Alexis, I forgot to tell you. I put you on the audition. Oh, I already picked out your song. You'll be fine. And like, I'm sitting there in the middle of a class of 20-something-odd students looking like all the color drained out of my face. And my teacher was like, see, this is why I didn't tell you. Well, by the way, did I mention that this is part of your grade so you can't cry or pretend to be sick or anything? And if you're going to if you're, if you're gonna come at me and tell me you're sick, I want a doctor's note. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. <clears throat> It, it actually, um, I cried during that audition. Yeah, but you made I it through and you're cried. alive, right? I cried. Mhm. <laughs> I did. Well, I did know, the whole. I did the whole tears and everything, and all my teacher, mm-hmm. all my teacher did was she just did there. She was like, "Yeah, this crying trick really isn't going to work out. Isn't going to work for you." And I was like, "I'm not crying, That's- trying to make you feel." Sorry for me. I'm crying because I'm upset. <laughs> and like when my sister right. realized that I actually was upset and I do not like auditions, she was like, too bad, so sad. I kicked you off the starting line. Here's your music. Bye. <laughs> Funny that you say that because it kind of leads into this idea that I have. It, um, you know, our fears are definitely something uh, that I think – come from our doubt in ourselves and our doubt in our abilities. Um, you know, when it comes down to it in the nitty gritty, if you're in a situation you shouldn't be in, that you shouldn't put yourself in anyways, um, or somebody's walking down the street behind you, you're being followed. Like, are you doubting how fast you can run to get away from that person? Are you doubting how well you can fight back in a domestic violence or abuse relationship? Are you doubting the fact that you aren't going to leave that time? You know what I mean? And it's kind of crazy to me, uh, when I, you know, I don't know, you know, you know me, you guys, I just think all these crazy things and I like to share them, you know, it's kind of crazy to me to think that we create our own fear by our doubt in ourselves. So how much can having a good support system and preparing ourselves and being knowledgeable about a situation, can we change our fears? So Wanda, what do you think about that?
Corinne, how about you? Oh, you know what? I'm sitting here having a whole conversation oh, on mute. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm having a whole oh, so sorry. I hit, I had the button for mute and speaker. I pushed one button, but it was the wrong one. I'm having a whole conversation, Annie. I apologize. <laughs> it's okay. Start over. And I forgot what I said. Basically, I was talking about um your question. I was saying about facing fears, but you know, I I've already had a conversation. You just, you guys just didn't hear me. I don't even remember. <laughs> it was some good stuff, though. <laughs> <laughs> it was about facing your fears, and I was saying something about Alexis with her comment about whatever she was just talking about. But um, you yeah, know what? I'm confused. I'm getting I'm, for being a chicken. Yeah, you you are chicken. I have no problem admitting that because let me tell you something. There is a reason why chickens tend to survive because their mama didn't raise no idiot. Just don't cross so the road do then. <laughs> So I do Wanda, not what I was, what I was saying is Wanda, situation. wait, 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 guys, maybe I can remind you, but what I was talking about is our fears coming from my personal opinion of my fears, our fears come from our doubts in ourselves. Yeah, and that's what I was saying. I said you have to face, well, what I was saying on mute was you have to face your fears. Now, when you talk about the clown, of course, that's already understood. There's been a lot of horrific things that's happened. Like, I have a fear. I don't like heights. I think I'm claustrophobic. In my dreams, I am. I don't know in real life. But, yeah, with certain things we want to do, but, like, let's say somebody says, oh, I have a fear of success. Then if that's something you really want, then you have to find a way to – get over it. You know, some people some people even go to counseling because they have certain fear. Somebody did a show on fears versus phobias. I think they have phobias, but um, I think sometimes a fear can turn into a phobia. So, but if it's something you want right. and it's, if it's a fear, you have to find a way to face it, is what I was really saying. No, absolutely. And we're going we're gonna to talk. Well, hold on, guys, real quick. We're going to talk about phobias as well just a little bit, but we need to take a break real quick. So when we come back, Alexis, I want to hear what you have to say, but listen to this uh, lovely break while I get a drink of water. Do you have a product, brand, or service that you want to advertise on our platform? Well, look no further. Send us an email to realgirlfriends7 at gmail.com. That's realgirlfriends, the number 7, at gmail.com to place your advertisement here. Become a patron of Clutch by the Real Girlfriends Across America. By supporting creators you love on Patreon, you're becoming an active participant in their creative process. As a member, you receive exclusive content, community access, behind-the-scenes updates, and the pride of viewing work that matters to you. Joining is easy. Visit patreon.com backslash Real Girlfriends Across America. That's P-A-T- R-E-O-N dot com backslash Real Girlfriends Across America. Every donation helps. Clutch by RGAA is powered by Building Rome. Building Rome, Inc. is a professional company that provides an array of services to freelancers, creatives, virtual hustlers, and business owners. For more information on hiring Building Rome, log on to the website at buildingromeinc.com. Once again, 
The website is buildingromeinc.com. Clutch on to your drinks while we listen to today's trending news story. A newly released prison mug shot shows Bill Cosby smiling with a disposable mask hanging off his face. The Pennsylvania Department of Corrections recently updated Cosby's mugshot, something recently done to document changes to an inmate's appearance as they age. Cosby's new photo was taken September the 4th. Cosby, 83, was convicted of felony sex assault and is serving a 3- to 10-year prison term. An appeals court has upheld his conviction, but the Pennsylvania Supreme Court agreed this year to review two key issues in the case. The appeal is scheduled to be heard on December the 1st. And that's it for today's training news break. All right, well, welcome back. I'm Annie, I'm your host tonight. And we're just about to hear what Alexis wants to add on what we've spoke about so far on Sears. I was going to say that for me, I don't like to put myself into situations where I can doubt myself. Like, when it came to my auditions and stuff, like, clearly I know how to sight read. Clearly I know my music. Clearly I can carry a tune well enough for me to be in choir and stuff like that. I'm not saying I'm Beyonce or anything like that, but I just don't like auditions. I don't even like trying out for plays. I just don't. I never did any extra credit as into singing a duet in front of class. I never did any of that. And so my senior year, well, my teacher said, okay, you didn't do anything your freshman, sophomore, junior year, guess what? It's your senior year. You're overdue, so bye. And I was like, and she would always just push me and put me in situations where it helped me grow. It helped me get experience because she did say something to me. She goes, well, I hate to put uh, put it to you this way. If you always stay in your comfort zone and you don't break out of that box, you're going to miss out on a lot of opportunities. And she was right. No, that's absolutely true. Um, sorry, you know, it's funny because I was just choking a little bit on that water that I drank. Um, so forgive my voice right now. <laughs> but um, I want to know, Corinne, what do you got to add? Okay, what about you, Kelly? Um, I I mentioned earlier that I really do not have any fears. I'm sorry. <laughs> so I no, cannot no, no, get no, over it. I mean, you honestly, though, never, it blows my mind because, like, I mean, I've I've been in situations where, mm-hmm. you know, I've lived in a bunch of different cities, a bunch of different towns. I've even lived in Germany, and, like, I've come across situations, even as a teenager. I mean, and there's more intense things we could talk about, but that's another show. Um, but I've come mm-hmm. into situations where I didn't put myself into that situation, but instantly I needed to be afraid, and I and I and I created that fight or flight response. Um, you know, I think mm-hmm. you guys might have heard of that or experienced it before. So I'm curious: Have you ever had that fight or flight response? Have you ever like just got the hair stand up on mm-hmm. you, and you know mm-hmm. you needed to get out? <laughs> no, because I'm usually surrounded oh, by people. Even even as a you know as in my youth or my teenage years and my adult years, if I am at a table, it's usually a well blessed table, 
I mean, we can sit there and these people can carry guns on their sleeves and this and that, but usually I'm surrounded by a good, a lot of loving people uh, for the most part. Okay. You know, if I go to group, it's not ever been anything like that. However, as you know, that people, even if you are in a good, with good people surrounding you, a friend of yours can get herself into trouble. So what happens with me is that if that friend is with me and she says, well, I'm going to go over here now, I I can almost feel if she's going to get in trouble. I'll tell the, I don't think that's a good idea. And if they do not, you know, work with that with me, they usually end up in some really bad scenarios. So, right. um, so and so I won't join that, them. <laughs> no, what, I'm, what I'm gathering yeah. is, is that your level you know, like, here's my, here's what I'm thinking is like, if there was a certain, another type of person that walked into a situation where you were in, they might not be comfortable with that. But because of the way you were brought up and what your situation was, you were comfortable in that. Does that make sense? I was comfortable in what? No, I'm just saying like, like I was talking about the different levels of comfort, you know, well, because you talk about people strapping guns, right? Well, Well, if I was to sit at a table, okay, for example, people, um, we go over to, I had an opportunity to go west, right? So when you travel west and you have all these big-time gamblers, they're sitting there with their straps on. But it's not ever so that they can walk out with their money, but it's not ever arisen a time where there's been a conflict of interest like that. Thank God I say knock on wood. But for you, that's what I mean. What I'm saying is, is, you know, if there was a girl that just came straight out of, like, middle of nowhere, Minnesota or one of those other states, um, and she walked into that situation and there's people like, you know what I mean, like, she may not be as as comfortable as you are, but that's because you're used to it, and that's the situation that you're used to. Do you catch me? Well, like I said, I'm used to being in all my scenarios. When I come down to go in any direction, I'm looking for love, and that's what I find. So whatever I can grab that's about good and love, that's all that's around me. So the the, the conflict of interest, Thank God it's not it has not been with me, so I'm pretty I'm pretty sound. It's not it's not that I look to go and sit with gangsters or anything like that. I'm not that's I stay away from stuff like that. You know? But um I totally I totally get it. You know, I try to be a person of light and love to everybody too, you know. I think that everybody should be a lot better and kinder to each other. And I feel like ever since I've adopted that that idea in my mind and I try to live my life that way and be good to people things kind of reciprocate, the good reciprocates. And if you're just kind of mellow and chill and you approach things in a less fearful and less uh, agitated way, it, it makes it all mm-hmm. easier for everybody. So uh, who, who else can talk about this before we move on? Tawanda, you there? What do you got to say? I was over here listening to Kellahar and say, "Oh my goodness, see gangsta over there." She's like, "Yeah, you're used to it." That's what I said. 
<laughs> I wouldn't sit with no gangsters. I'm just I'm not looking for them. <laughs> ah, hey, but but say I'm here for it. I ain't looking for you, but I'm here for it. <laughs> right, right, right. Oh yeah, that's gosh. really interesting. Um, with the fears. Yeah, you're making me scared, and it's Halloween, so. Don't scare me anymore, uh, please. <laughs> Listen, I'm super, I, you know, you guys know that my day job is bartending right now, so I get to dress up for Halloween because, of course, it's Saturday, so I'm working. So I'm looking for some ideas on what I should be as a bartender with these damn masks we got to wear. Oh, I love it. A, I love it. I'm afraid I'm not going to people with my mask-ridden outfit. <laughs> what about a ninja? You never know. What about a ninja? Ninjas have to cover their faces anyway. Do I have to cover my eyes, though? My eyes are my best feature. <laughs> no. You know, like, how you watch, like, Japanese movies or the movies, like, a ninja, they're, like, their eyes are uncovered, but everything else about their face is covered. So if you were to wear a oh, mask yeah. because of oh. the pandemic, it's a creative way to incorporate the mask into your costume. That's a good idea. That's okay. We're going to put that on the list. All right. So anyways, let's move on here because we don't have too much time left. Um, In a nutshell, fear, it prepares us to react to danger. Um, But I do believe, um, as as we mentioned before, how, you know, fears can lead into phobias. And there's so many things out there like agoraphobia, people that are afraid of public spaces and they, they stay in their homes all the time. I can't even imagine how horrible that would be. And, like, how it would be to try to be reaching out to somebody for help on that and not even able to do that because you're just too afraid to leave your house. Or even hoarding. I was kind of thinking about this earlier. I'm pretty sure some of you guys have seen that show, Hoarding. And in a sense, I think that that could even be, like, a fear of getting rid of things or anything or losing things, you know. Maybe that came because, you you know, you were adopted or or you lost your mother at a young age. Like, there's so many different aspects that can come into it. Um and, and like for me, like Kelly, you were talking about, you know, let's be kind to be good. I think that all of us need to realize, like, we don't know where everybody comes from and what everybody's background is. And, and the fears that we have are completely different from our neighbors. And so maybe we should take a little bit of time to realize that and, and you know, take a step back because – and not, not be so quick to react. You know what I mean? Uh, Corinne, you out there, what do you want to say about this so far? Um. The so one thing that I was going to add um, was that I guess like one thing that I'm a, I guess it's more cautious than anything is that if I go out at a certain time, like at nighttime, anytime at night, I won't carry a bag um, just because I feel like that puts you in a position where someone could like possibly like see you as maybe um, a victim. <laughs> so like right. they would probably, you know, seek you out just because you have something that they can take, right? Um, and then right, another right. thing is, um, <laughs> like, my, my ex used to make fun of me all the time because it's where, because I'm used to, you know, traveling by myself. So if I'm, like, walking down the street, and let's say there's a group of people on the sidewalk, I might walk on the street so that I'm not that close to that person. Or if a car is parked, right. I might walk so that I'm not close to that car door so they can't just open up the car door and pull me in. Right. Oh, straight up, I have I have a knife in my purse and a knife in my car. You know what I mean? Like, I'm prepared just in case because you never know. I've had, I've had, I have friends that have had some crazy stuff happen to them, you know? And so if we're prepared, 
and we mentally know what might happen or could happen, and we just have a little bit of more instinct on what's going on, we can probably prevent some stuff. Mm-hmm. So, my last question tonight is what is stopping you? So, it's called jump out of a plane because, or jump out of that plane because, like I said, I was afraid of skydiving and, and it was kind of a fear. I guess I, it could be considered rational because, like, why would I ever go skydiving? But a couple of years ago, it actually, the opportunity uh, presented itself to me and I took it. And it was kind of a crazy thing because, uh, you know, I had had this fear and I, anytime I'd ever thought of it, I would think, oh, I'd never do that. But then when the, when the opportunity presented itself, I took the opportunity. So I try to live my life like that. Like I look at things like, and if it could benefit me in a positive way, or if I just feel it in the moment, I do it. And it was one of the best experiences of my life. And it really changed my life, honestly. So, I mean, obviously not everybody's going to just say, oh, yeah, I'm going to go jump out of a plane. I'm just crazy. Um, but, Tawanda, I want to hear about a time or something that uh, it may be that, you know, some aspiration or something that, you you know, you wouldn't want to do that you're afraid that you might do, why you're not going to do it, or if you've already beat that and you did it. Girl, please, I live. You only live once. I live an adventurous life. If you did not know that by now, I don't know where you've been. And I do everything that I want to do at least twice to see if I like it. And um, I do the things that I want to do. I have no interest in going high into a plane, but I do a lot of things slow. You know, and on a on a serious note, you know, to me, I, I talk all the time about associations. You know, when you put something into existence, if I really want to do something, if I want to face a fear, yes. want to do something in business pleasure, and if I can tell at least one person that cares about me for real, Annie, I really want to do this, then you hold me accountable. And the thing about it is what people don't realize is when you put it into existence, then you have to do it. When Corinne says, well, you know what, Tawanda, I really want to do this, I'm going to nag the hell out of you until you do it. You got to do it. And that's just really the bottom line. So I live my life doing the things that I want to do and things that I'm scared about. Guess what? I figure out, you know, I say take a drink, smoke some whatever. You got to do it. Right. You only live once. And if you don't, guess you what? Know, You're going to say one or two things when it's over. I wish I had or I'm glad that I did. You know, it's funny because my grandfather used trying. Like if he'd say do something and I'd say I'm trying, he would say don't try. Oh, I hate that try. Exactly. Yeah, he said don't do try, do. And I think that, you know, I, I give a lot of dabs to my grandpa. My pap-pap man, love you, rest in paradise. But he taught me a lot about, about you know, um, perseverance and work ethic and definitely to not try, you've got to do because we are all so much more capable of, of doing and accomplishing things than we allow ourselves to be. Corinne, what do you have before we end the show tonight? Um, funny thing is, is that I've wanted to jump out of a plane since I was in middle school. <laughs> and I remember being in middle school because that's when I had my um, back surgery and my mom was reading through the long list of things that I can't do. And I was paying attention to half of it, but, um, jumping out of a plane was one of them. And when she said that that's one of the things I can't do, I was like, wait, I want to do that. And she looked at me like I was crazy. And she's like, you want to jump out of a plane? I'm like, yes. <laughs> so I, I definitely, yeah. um, think that. Yeah, but I, I still we can't. Um, even though I I really would love to. Um, but well, listen, that, we'll go together, man. <laughs> I, but I can't because of my <laughs> surgery. <laughs> I can get oh. paralyzed doing so. 
Um, but I've always oh, wanted yeah. to. Wait, can we put you in a cocoon or something, and I just like carry your body weight on my like a strap or something? <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> She'd just be dangling. It'd be great. <laughs> Kelly, how about you, girl? What do you have to say and add before we end tonight? <laughs> okay, well, thank you. And um, what I have to say is that I believe that what can possibly help many of us that have fears is to uh, focus on good, positive things always and love and um, be good to yourself and to others. And always remember the intention because sometimes what you fear, you will definitely attract. Right. And, um, well, I'm sorry. Anybody, anybody who knows me knows that I push the self love and self care tremendously because it took me a really long time to realize how beneficial it can be to love yourself first. And it's not a selfish thing because when you love yourself and have confidence in yourself, Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, the world is a better place to live in if you begin to focus on more of positiveness. Uh, For example, um, to believe that there's more good than evil, then the sky is the limit. And if anyone was to, and I understand that some people have gotten hurt and they found themselves in some predicaments that unfortunately um, has cost them a, a pretty penny, we say. However, if you go out there with the intention of meeting good, then the chances are that the sky will come down and cover you with the feathers so that nothing right. will happen to you. Um, well, and not and that, believe like, that. I'm sorry? No, my true belief, too, is that you got, you know, as long as you're putting the good out there, like bad things are going to happen, you know, shit happens in life. But you got to try to stay positive and, and move forward in, in positivity and optimism as opposed to trying to create more negativity. And, and, and my life yes. has worked tremendously. So, hey, we only got about three minutes left. I want to know what Alexis has to add. Mm-hmm. I'm not jumping out of that plane. I am going to wait for you and Corinne down on the ground because Mama didn't raise no idiot to be jumping out of the <laughs> You do not need to be jumping out of. Now, if the plane was going to blow up, I didn't have a choice. That would be a different story. But if it was like, a fun recreational activity, hell no. My butt right. is staying on the ground. But you know I'll what? That's okay because everybody, uh-huh, everybody's different. And you know what? We need somebody that wants to film it for us. So it's a date, ladies. So we're, we're, that's about all we have for tonight. You know, uh, I want to remind everybody that, you know, usually for the most part, if you put in the work and what is necessary, you can definitely uh, lower your fears and they can be subdued and you can uh, lower your risk factor. So uh, that can drop dramatically by preparing. So always try to prepare. I mean, I'm a procrastinator from hell, so I can't always give the best advice, but I'm just saying, let's try to live our lives because like Tawanda said, you only live once. And I am so happy that you guys joined us tonight. Thank you for calling in. Thank you. For listening Thank in. You. And I can't wait until next Oh, I love you, ladies. Bye, Tomorrow, we're Thank you for listening to yet topic. another episode. Oh. <laughs> Make sure you join us Sunday through Thursday, 6 p.m. Pacific time, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Everybody have a peaceful and prosperous night. Thank you. You too.
Thank you for listening to yet another episode of Clutch, a podcast by Real Girlfriends Across America. Clutch onto us tight by following us on all of our social media platforms. This includes Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and Facebook. Like, share, and follow us. Did you miss the episode? Don't worry. You can listen to us anywhere where podcasts are being played, including Apple Podcasts, Google, Anchor, Spotify, and Speaker. Don't forget to watch us on YouTube by searching for Real Girlfriends Across America and visit our website at www.realgirlfriends.org. And until next time, clutch on to your best friend and stay tuned.